Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. Hi, this is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to a special episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, coming to you from Orlando, Florida. And tonight, I'm joined by one of our awesome Mickey Dude rotating commentators from Chicago, Illinois. We have with us Tim Sweska. The heat, humidity, and thunderstorms in the Midwest have me looking outside looking for a monorail, a bus, or a ferry boat, and I am very Uh disappointed. What was the high today for you? Uh, The high actual temperature was 95 degrees. Uh, The heat index reached a nice 106, which made training today feel extremely uh, um, soggy. Uh, it was it was a two shirter today. <laughs> wow, I can't even imagine. Ironically, I um, on my way home from work, I called my parents to see how they were, and my car my car said uh, eighty nine degrees, and uh, when I looked at the heat index, it was like ninety five. My uh, parents up in New York, it was nine it was ninety four degrees and a 99 degree heat index. So ironically, I'm the one in Florida in the middle of the swamp and it's cooler here than than up up north, you know, and the Midwest. It's it boggles the mind sometimes. 
the the way the way that heat can get trapped to the northeast and they're off the Great Lakes. I mean, I've yeah, I I, I I've seen it you know hundreds of times. It it really stinks sometimes. Uh, I mean, there there's there's a reason why Hot Down Summer in the City was written. It's <laughs> it gets it can get pretty steamy. So would you so the choice would you prefer to deal with a, a heat wave like this or one of those polar vortexes that you guys sometimes get caught in uh quite honestly i will always always take the heat because my father a very wise man once said and i've adhered to it ever since then especially now that i'm getting older i've never had to shovel sunshine off my driveway you know that's a very good point i never really thought of it like that his uh, his retirement plan, he always said, was loading a snowblower in the back of his truck and driving south until somebody said, what in the hell is that? And that's where he was going to live. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Your father, a wise man. So speaking of going, speaking of going south, uh, things have kind <clears> of <throat> been going south with the Walt Disney Company with many fans and uh, we don't really want to add to that because you know we are obviously yeah we, we're a little we're, we're definitely a little perturbed of the fact that there will be no more fast pass plus and we will have to pay for fast passes with uh, Disney's new genie plus system and on top of that every time you turn around these hard ticket events, are becoming a lot more expensive than they once were. Uh, it is what it is. You know, I'm not going to be a Disney apo apologist. You know, we kind of figured that when Disney lost all that pandemic revenue, it would try to recover and get back to a point where it was by uh, doing all of these hard ticket events. And we knew they would be pricey at one point. So, you know, it is what it is. There's a yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, just we, we knew this was coming. Yeah. Yeah, we knew this was coming. Uh, there was there's enough doom and gloom out there from uh, from the Disney community and yeah. While we're feeling it too, we figured, you know, sometimes it's uh, better to just try to keep positive so but today's show Tim, I thought that we would talk about maybe uh, if a if a, if a group was on vacation, maybe maybe profile a couple of different uh, types of people vacationing to uh, Walt Disney World. When might take for going Disney tickets in, and instead maybe using uh, tickets for a after hours event? When would that be uh, more viable to a more fulfilling uh, fulfilling vacation? And also, when might using Genie Plus be? more uh you know what will it enhance your vacation uh and let's let's just run different scenarios okay so the first thing i, I want to address uh is the 15 dollars uh, price uh oh just i'm sorry uh, my apologies just if i may interject really quick um uh, just just to give a positive spin the one thing we can look forward to that Disney did do correctly is uh, they took the Dollar Tree Dan Cortez like MTV DJ off of Main Street USA, which <laughs> completely just 
just flummoxed the entire theming of Main Street USA. Uh, did not fit in. It's it would like see it would it would like it would almost be like seeing me, someone of my stature, you know, running in one of the Disney races. It's like why are you? One of these things is not like the other. What is going on? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm Believe sure that not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Believe it or not, as somebody who actually does run Disney, there are many people, which is actually. Uh, which is actually awesome. There are many people of your stature that actually do run those races and run them very well. I have, I have, I have watched many of them, and they are freaking awesome. Oh no, no, no question. I mean, anyone who anyone who wants to go pound pavement has my respect. I mean, it's uh, to me just because it's not my sport doesn't mean I I don't you know I don't recognize the effort, recognize the respect, recognize the sweat put into it, especially yeah. the sweat equity. Oh, um, oh I, definitely, I definitely know you do. My myself, I'll I'll just hold out for Disney to do you know a, a Highland Games or a Starman competition, and I'll be happy to cheer on you and all of my other run Disney buddies. <laughs> Now here's the question, though: Would you be insulted if they if they themed it to Brave, or would that work for you? Oh, if they themed it to Brave, yeah, I, you, you would have to kind of expect something like that. It's Disney. If they would do something in that nature, I mean, of course they're going to tie it in. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's Disney, so they're going to do what they want. I mean, after all, Disney actually was able to. Uh, kind of finagle Ian McShane and Billy Connolly into two two-hour movies without them cursing once. So di what Disney wants, Disney gets. So I mean, that, that having having a brave-themed Highland Games wouldn't be too much of a stretch. Gotcha. All right, perfect. So getting back to the fifteen-dollar price, you know, there's all over the internet. There's these arguments of okay, people stop complaining. It's fifteen dollars. But when you really do the math, is it $15? It's $15 a person, you know? So a family of four each day, that's uh, that's an extra $60. And, you know, you're not going to really be, uh, you know, you might not necessarily, you know, that's, that's, a, that's, a daily, that's a daily price. So that could, that could uh, on top of hotel, on top of tickets, on top of food, that could be a really nice chunk of change after a while that they could be using for, you know, you know, for souvenirs. They could be using it for maybe a, a maybe a, a signature dinner instead of having to uh, basically bring your own food with you or something like that. That money really does does add up in this in this economy and in, in this in this day and age. So my first my first uh, suggestion might be. Maybe if you are going to use Genie Genie Plus, maybe select certain days and select certain parks where you might use it. Maybe not plan to have, let's say you're coming down for four or five days. Maybe just use Genie Plus for maybe one or two days. What do you think, Tim? Uh, quite honestly, I, I completely agree with you, Dave, especially when you're talking about, you know, families sinking money into this. I mean, I you're sure you'll still see people buy this just like everything else. I mean, com people complained about the parking, people complained about the magic bands. I mean, and not that those weren't legitimate complaints. I think they are. Uh, um, people complained about, you know, the, you know, magical express going away. Uh, you you have a lot of, you know, you, you'll have people still, you know, buy into things and they'll, they'll still spend money on these things. But 
the, the bleed off exactly from, you know, that, that disposable income then is taken away from, you know, maybe a nicer meal, you know, that that could switch somebody over from a table service to a quick service that could switch somebody over from a signature restaurant to just a regular sit down. Uh, I mean, you could, it, it goes from taking home a, maybe a souvenir from the art of Disney to finding, you know, going in, you know, finding, finding a bargain t-shirt or maybe going to one of the outlets, uh, the character warehouses. Uh, I mean, it's, you're, you're going to see, I think you're going to see other places kind of falter a little bit. Uh, I think especially in the Disney Springs areas, I think where you'll see a lot of that, where a lot of people love to go, you know, I mean, it's a great shopping and dining district. I mean, we're, the trip I'm going with, uh, the trip that my, my, you know, my, you know, that my wife and I are taking with my folks, we're going to go down there. We're going to be down there for seven days, but we're only going to going to do a four day ticket for the parks because we want to explore downtown Disney. We want to explore, you know, the Orlando area. We want to explore uh, the resort. We want to take advantage of that. But because of this price, you know, we're pretty much breakfast is now off the table. Uh, we're very happy to have a two bedroom villa. That means we're going to go ahead and buy all of our breakfast stuff. There's none. We're not going to be doing any breakfasts out. We may even do, uh, you know, we'll we'll pack uh, some stuff for lunches. Uh, yeah. And it's going to be one of those, you know, maybe we're not going to do as many meals out as we were going to. And also, one, maybe two days, we'll, we'll, do, uh, we'll do the genie. But we're not going to do that for all four days. Uh, I mean, uh, absolutely. Makes, per- makes perfect sense to me. So before we actually go back to which, which parks you might use the genie at and what days, uh, I do want to touch on something that you just said be interesting to see what in terms of in terms of profits what will actually thrive in disney and what profits will fall but unfortunately it's disney they don't they don't they don't share any of that information with the public and mm-hmm. all but imagine like okay like picture something like maybe uh maybe ohana what was ohana bringing in on average before genie and now after genie you know it would it would be interesting to see those numbers but um, but unfortunately that's never gonna that's never gonna show the light of day with with this company no i i agree and i would i would give my eye teeth to find out places like ohana chef mickey's uh when you know when hoopty do opens back up those kind like all the family oriented places i would love to see exactly their revenue beforehand and revenue after genie so I, I agree i think that that would be a very very intriguing information to be able to get our hands on but of course we'll never like you said that'll never see the light of day yeah so with that said tim what um what, if, you're, if you're gonna be using the genie uh are you do you plan to just use them in certain parks or do you plan to park hop how do you how do you plan to use the genie to your advantage when you are going to if you with four days in the parks, if you're only using it for two, what is uh, your uh, thinking in terms of Genie at the moment? Uh, really, one of the big things, of course, we want to use it for Magic Kingdom to kind of maximize uh, time there, maximize uh, the experience. That's uh, that was, you know, the, when uh, my my first trip with my folks in 1982. That was one of the two original parks obviously that were there so we really want to use it for that and also uh, we'll definitely be using it uh, for uh, Disney Hollywood Studios 
from some of these things. But I mean, honestly, other than that, they're um, my uh, my folks are really uh, I mean, they're they're seniors. They're not really into riding a bunch of the attractions. Our our hope, and which is why we're going in the spring, our hopes will be that more of the shows will be back open. That uh, mm-hmm. you know. Because I'm really hoping for Finding Nemo to be back open. I'm hoping, you know, for Festival of the Lion King to be in full swing. I'm hoping for a lot of these shows and a lot of these nighttime spectaculars to be back, uh, to be back in their full glory. So that I mean that so they can enjoy that. They're they're gonna there'll be more uh, attraction people than thrill rides. So it's uh. Will you be hopping those days that you're using them, or are you gonna be just doing one park? Each day? Uh, We'll be we'll be hopping. Uh, we'll we'll definitely be hopping, most of the time. Probably hopping back to Epcot because my folks are very very much interested in uh, revisiting Epcot. Uh, they Epcot was a very intriguing park that we only visited once uh, during my youth, but my folks really loved it. And now that I'm old enough to enjoy it, my first visit there, I was four years old. So I mean, of course, I really wasn't able to appreciate it until I was an adult. Um, but now that we can enjoy that full park, we're going to be hopping back there. We're the, hopefully by the time uh, we're there, Flower and Garden should be uh, should be in full swing. So well, when to, exactly? Uh, kind of enjoy that. Uh, we'll be going in March of 2022. So okay, all right. And uh, judging by what the dates have been, what they've been doing, it looks like we should be able to catch all of we should be there you know it should, it should be going for all of our trip or at least a good portion of the trip so okay nice that's yeah now i totally agree with you in uh using genie plus if you're gonna let's say you have a day at magic kingdom maybe plan two days at magic kingdom at your um in your trip if you're, if you're like the average family maybe just one day use uh, use Genie Plus. I would suggest maybe making a list of your must-do attractions and use Genie Plus for that day. And then the second day, you know, it can be a little bit more of a, uh, you know, walk around the kingdom, kind of take take in the, the the streetmosphere if there is any at that point. You know, that day, whatever else you can get on, that's gravy. But, you know, kind of just Maybe the first, maybe maybe even use the genie plus on the second day was what I would say if you are going to the Magic Kingdom more than once. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because I mean, the a lot of the sentimental attachments uh, the, uh, with uh, with the rides there, uh, they are going to be uh, some uh, some high weights. Peter Pan's flight was the very very first attraction I ever rode. Uh, in in the Walt Disney World, so of course, as you know, how fast that builds up. Small World will luckily be uh, an easy one. Pirates and Jungle Cruise, those can be iffy. I mean, you can, yeah. as as you know, with you know being a local, I mean, you can walk in there and one day you can just walk right on it. The other days, you're backed up all the way to Main Street. You know, yeah, it just depends. You know, it's uh, it's. It, it's kind of a it's it's an ebb and flow with that uh, the tiki room luckily I mean there's the, luckily there's not much that will have to hit that's going to be a huge priority especially since my folks aren't really interested in revisiting you know Space Mountain or anything like that but they they really would like to ride uh, Splash Mountain one last time before it gets to make Princess and the Frog which that looks great by the way yeah so. I am 
excited about that. I bet. I'm I'm a huge fan of Princess and the Frog. I it's a, the, the music is the music's fantastic. I think Tiana probably has the most beautiful princess gown out of all of them. And uh, I, for some reason, I am just weirdly infatuated with Ray. Uh, I absolutely love uh, Ray's accent. I love his jokes. Uh, I cannot get enough of Ray. <laughs> uh, fun fact about Ray, actually, if you ever, well, if they we ever reopen Princess Fairy Tale, there's actually a picture of Ray and Evangeline in it, where you could actually get you actually get to see what Evangeline looks like before she became her star. I like. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely worth the trip over there. You know, you get a you get a picture with two of the princesses, but while you're waiting there, you know, that's just, I find that just as much of an attraction in itself over the oh, so, love it, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those little gems. Now, in terms of the Hollywood studios, I totally agree with you using Genie Plus at Hollywood Studios. For you, knowing how knowing how much of a Star Wars fan you are, what I would actually recommend, I'm assuming your father is the same way. Oh yeah, I mean it's okay. uh, he took me to go see uh, Empire and Jedi in the theaters, so yeah. Okay, excellent. So what now? Before I before I would advise any of my friends to use uh, to use uh, Gene, I. Can't even remember a genie plus. So I guess was it lightning lane now or something like that? Yeah. Okay. So and to use the lightning lane at the, at the studios, what I would suggest is my first question would be: Okay, how much of a Star Wars fan are you? If you really don't care about Star Wars, I honestly would say okay. Now we don't we don't know yet if you're only going to be able to get on. Uh, Rise of the Resistance. If you have Lightning Lane, you know we don't know if they're gonna still do boarding groups for like just the general general public or something like that. But if you're not a big Star Wars fan, now granted you have a you have a lot of your main attractions over there. But I would actually maybe uh, maybe uh, forgo the uh, the light the Lightning Lane uh, for. Um, Animal Kingdom. I really, when thinking about Lightning Lane, I really can't justify it right now. In FBA, you have some, you have some like high ticket items like Test Track and uh, uh, Soren and Frozen. But you know, one one of the issues, a lot of people, a lot of people that have been coming to uh, Disney now, especially with the weather. Test track is usually t- people usually end up not getting on test track because it goes down so much because of weather conditions. So I think that at the I think that at least in the middle of the summer when you have these storms, using Lightning Lane at Epcot is kind of like is is kind of uh, there's there's more of a risk involved than an actual benefit. You know, it might be it might be more. You might get better bang for your buck either at the studios or at Animal Kingdom. I've, I've driven enough turnpikes and tollways that Test Track does not interest me in the least. I mean, I'm, 
Uh, I've, I've driven enough big cities uh, and driven fast enough. I mean, heck, if you ever driven on the turnpike ever in your life, the Florida turnpike, it, it's lock and load as soon as you get on there from Ocala. So, yeah. I drive it every day. But, and I mean, but, and the and the Jersey Turnpike. I've never even driven the Jersey Turnpikes, and I've I've heard the stories. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. But we also we also have to we also have to take into account that we are adults. You know, yeah. On test track, that that could be something that could be big. Yes. Yeah. So oh, I agree. Is, yeah. Um, I agree. Ep- Epcot, I don't think. I mean, it's. It, I don't think it. It warrants uh, a genie pass. I mean, really, the only thing I'm kind of concerned about is I'd really would like to get my folks onto Soren, Ratatouille, and I mean, really, the next thing would be Spaceship Earth and Living with the Land. So I mean, no, honestly, I totally, I totally for- when 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 doing that equation, I totally forgot about Ratatouille. Now I. It's since it still hasn't come technically come online. I mean, it is it is in cast preview at the moment, so technically, it will be online soon. I I have my uh, AP preview on Labor Day, but I honestly, when when making the, when uh, just uh, making that uh, suggestion, it was Ratatouille was the furthest thing from my mind. Actually, I think. Do you think we might have to re uh, reevaluate that? I, I don't th- at least for me I don't think so because I mean I'm talking about two the, the two actions I really want to make sure uh, to to get them on when it comes to Epcot and I mean it, and again I mean this the, like this I'm I'm speaking purely from the next trip uh, next trip standpoint okay. tell you the truth with with my wife and I the way we handle parks I probably wouldn't even get Genie ba- Genie Pass because. We're able to maximize our time. We move quick enough, and everything else. That this is, it to me to us, it'd be a waste of time, and waste right. of money, because because of the way we move through parks and how we churn through rides. Uh, we we get very lucky. We just we plan accordingly. We don't waste time getting from one attraction to another, and it's almost a uh, almost I shouldn't say a mad rush, but it's almost a kind of a uh, an obstacle course to finally get all the rides done and once it's the rides are done like we use the rest of our time to just kind of relax and if we get on a ride we get on a ride and, uh, I, and that i that i totally that i totally get what i'm trying to really take but i'm 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 trying i'm trying to go in my mind i'm trying to go with the family that has the young children and has to stop for the bathroom like maybe every uh, every 30 minutes or so and you know that where you know all of a sudden you know you're you're trying to get over to space mountain to get in and you you want to really get you really want to maximize your time and all of a sudden the seven-year-old boy sees the tomorrowland speedway and you know you know for a fact the cars don't go too don't go too fast and it's, it could be a waste of time but then all of a sudden the kids see it and it's like oh my god I when there's better when there's better uh, uses of time for for uh, other attractions and just you know you can get more of a thrill on like test track 
You see, to to me, to me, this this genie pass, it's it. To, I I feel like for a lot of families, this is going to add even more structure to an already very structured vacation. And I do understand yeah. children do need structure. I understand that they need guidance, but I mean, it's. We, we already, with, with us being frequent visitors, we, we've seen the meltdowns. We see what yeah. happens yeah. Yeah. to used to the Florida heat, who are not used to the 12, 15 hour days. They're not used to the, you know, the 13 to 15 miles of walking you do, dealing with the crowds. You know, there's dealing with the overstimulation. I mean, it's, to me, it, I, I almost feel like, I, Yes, I mean it would. It's definitely going to benefit some people, but I feel like not only is this adding cost, this is adding extra strain and adding extra anxiety yeah. because then you yeah. spend that, and you want to make sure. Well, we spent that money, so we better make sure we get all of our, the, every bang for our buck out of this. And I, there's gonna, I, there's gonna, yeah, and and children are not going to understand that. And there's there's children that you know after a while they have enough, they hit them, and you know. I'm scared. I'm scared to see because you know it's going to happen. There's going to be the parents in the middle of the hub screaming at their children. Do you know how much I spent for this vacation? We're oh, not yeah. going back. Going to get and you know at that point it just you know it turns it turns sour. It turns sour really. But I didn't. I I didn't think of the extra stress level that this could actually add if you actually do decide to pay for this. That 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 could be. That could be disastrous. I mean, wow, we're 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 setting ourselves up for some pretty pretty epic people watching, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be one thing. Yeah. But I mean, it's just I, I Disney World. I mean, I, I get it. Disney World is a vacation that you choose. You don't have to go if you don't want to. Yeah. It's. I mean, there there used to still be, you know. There, even even just you know 10 to 15 years ago there were still just carefree you know carefree little things you could do I mean when when my you know when my wife and I went down for our engagement trip in uh, 03 when we stayed at the Animal Kingdom Lodge you know we we decided we weren't going to go to par- the parks uh, Thanksgiving morning we decided to have breakfast brought to us in the room we sat on we you know we had a sit van of you so we sat on the balcony we enjoyed our coffee and our you know, a sort of continental breakfast with the giraffes. She went and got a massage. I went and, uh, you know, threw in a quick workout, grabbed a couple of drinks at the bar. You know, we came back, we showered up, cleaned up, and decided that we had reservations for the Liberty Tree that night in Magic Kingdom. We didn't have to worry about making a reservation for a park. We didn't have to worry about, you know, wait, well, we, we just spent $60, you know, $30 for this genie thing. Well. We, you know, we better finish up everything we want to first so we can get to the park and ride as many rides as we want to do this. And they gone are the days of just waking up and saying, you know what, what do you want to do today? Well, I don't know. Let's take a look. Let's see which park is offering this, which park is offering that. Uh, it's even that way now with the ticketed, uh, you know, the, the ticketed events, the hard ticketed events at night. They're getting sold out so quick because people are trying to still maximize their time because of so many things that have been taken away and so many things that aren't running at this point. They're trying to, they, they feel like if they spend that extra money, they can maybe get that extra 
little bit of experience and from some of the reviews i've seen i've there's there's been some pluses out of uh out of the uh the boobash but i've also heard a lot of people say that i mean it's there's there's not you know it's it's considerably less time considerably less benefits uh there's no character interaction still which i understand that's something you know you're you know walking into but uh you're still you're still expected to pay all that coin so I, it just uh it, it it feels like there's just a lot of stacking going on and it's uh if, if you're if you're taking on a disney vacation you feel like you're taking on a boatload of stress these days yeah and also you know for people that that don't get to come here that often i it's just i i look i looked at some of my friends that haven't been here in years and their their trip they just powered through the day straight through and they they had an eight-year-old who was literally as he's as he's walking they're like dragging him and this poor kid his head is his head is his head is nodding they're at we're all at the cal not the california grill the garden grill in uh is it the garden grill in the the land? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, you know what? I was uh, for a second, my mind just uh, like completely just locked up. One of the either the Swan or Dolphin has the garden grove too. For, for a second, my mind just like uh, uh, the like, Dolphin. Okay, so, yeah. So it's the so the garden grill is the one uh, in the land. We were mm-hmm. o- we were over there for dinner and. This poor kid was falling asleep in the middle. Like dinner was like at eight thirty at night. This this kid was just powering through the day in the hot summer sun, and they're like, "Wake up, Mickey's coming!" And it was just he's like, "Uh huh, all right, whatever." You know, it's at that point, you know, I I felt. I totally felt for the kid at that point. I under, I understand what I understand what they were trying to do, but it was like, okay, now makes sense to you know everybody and else. Everybody wants to see the fireworks, but you know, get this kid to bed. I and I mean we've we've all seen it. I mean people. People have, uh, you know, what I mean, it's, and I'm not, I, I'm not trying to go on some boomerang about kids have their faces in screens and they're, they don't go outside anymore. I'm not going for that. No. Uh, I'm, uh, but the thing is, you have a lot of kids who live, sometime, uh, a good majority, a good number of kids who live a sedentary lifestyle. Who, uh, I mean, they, they have more access to technology than we ever did, uh, and they have <clears throat> more, uh, more diverse. Uh, forms of entertainment than we ever did uh that unfortunately leads them to more more and more of a sedentary uh existence and then you decide to drag them down into this heat that is significantly warmer than your own climate that is significantly more humid than your own climate you're waking them up at a significantly earlier time and you're pounding the pavement for a good sometimes 17 to 18 hours a day. I mean, you're taking these kids on a Batan death march. Yeah. And then they're surprised when they melt down or they're falling asleep. I mean, with, I mean, and it's one of those nothing against uh, nothing against your friends or anything, but I, the one thing I've seen also is 
people will schedule the dinner reservations and it's like, well, do you eat dinner at 8.30 at night at home? No. Well, I mean, okay, but you're going to eat dinner at 8.30 at night after walking for 14 hours through a theme park in, in Florida heat. Well, yeah. Okay. You expect the kid to nap. He's going to, you know, you're going to give him a belly full of chow. He's going to be in a cool place. He's going to be sitting down. <laughs> Dave, I'd be asleep. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So with that, let's let's switch some gears because uh, we have Blue Bash and we have whatever they're calling the uh, the, ho- the the holiday hours event going on now. And so I actually am go. I did purchase a ticket to Blue Bash because I have a bunch of friends that are coming down and wanted to go and. Reluctantly, I ended up like, oh, all right, I will come with you guys. And I ended up buying a ticket. But again, I'm only one person. So you have, when you have a family with these, you know, I paid, I paid something. I, I, I think it was like $136 or something like that for my Blue Bash ticket. But for the, for the uh, holiday events, my parents are going to be coming down to see me and do some uh, Orlando o- Orlando holiday magic the week after Thanksgiving. I'm going to go. To, I'm going to go back to my parents' house. Uh, I'm flying on Thanksgiving morning, and the plan is to just go back go back home on Saturday. And my parents are going to fly with me and stay probably to the following Thursday and do and do some Central Florida holiday attractions. Okay. I, my thought originally was um, to not even do uh, get park tickets and instead of park tickets for one day, like skip the Magic Kingdom and maybe save them a little bit of money by not doing park tickets straight through when there's all these other parks that they can go to, you know, Universal has some nice uh, Christmas offerings. Uh, SeaWorld has some. Um, you know, Give Kids the World is going to be doing Night of a Million Lights again. There's ice over at the Gaylord Pops. A whole bunch of things I want them to experience. And I figured, you know, with no candlelight processional and no storytellers, it doesn't. It really doesn't make sense to go to Epcot this time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I thought, okay, you know, yeah, there's decorations at Hollywood Studios and at uh, Animal Kingdom, but is it, do, you, do they really want to make them pay for decorations? Why don't we end up getting just tickets for the After Hour Magic Kingdom event? Then I looked at the prices, and they want $229 a ticket for Whoa. an event that, for the, for the, the times that my parents are going to be there, they want two twenty nine a ticket, and you can get in at you can get in at seven. Now, granted, back in back in the day, the Christmas party used to go from seven to, to midnight or something like that, and you can get in at four. Now, the goes from nine thirty to twelve thirty, and you can get in at seven. So, even with those ideas, it's just I'm looking at this, and I just. I just couldn't justify this. You know, for the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Parade that we've all seen, you know, 
it's basically I, I'm not as much as I love the Disney parade the you know I'm not paying that amount of money for cookies and a parade when you don't really get that get that much time if there was that if, there, if, if you could get it at four o'clock I would say you know what sure for that day let's do this and you know they can sleep in we can have a nice lunch somewhere else before going in but this one just really was like no I can't do this I wouldn't ask my parents to spend this and even as a local as much as I as much as I love the Christmas parade and everything I can't justify this one for myself never mind the family of four trying to have a nice uh, have a nice family mem- create some nice family memories on this one if somebody was going to be going to going to this event how would you how would you suggest what would you suggest are other ways that they could cut some costs on the rest of their vacation but still have a really fulfilling fun time uh, <laughs> sorry I just I I have thoughts. I am just taken aback by that price. That is, that is outrageous. Yeah. That is absolutely ridiculous for the, the scale. Lowest, down. Wow, yeah. that is the lowest price that they have. For, and this is, and this is what the, uh, this is what the AP discount. The lowest price that I can get for it at different nights is two hundred nine dollars for one ticket. Uh, well, I, the one thing I will say is, like, uh, when you were talking about, you know, maybe skipping a park day and doing one of the hard-ticketed uh, party events, uh, my wife and I, on one of our vacations down, uh, we just, um, I had, uh, I was throwing in a competition in uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, and we thought, well, we're we're already down here. Why don't just let's let's make just the the little extra drive down and spend a couple of days at Disney. Well, we didn't want to invest in a uh, like in multi-day park hoppers or anything. And we actually had, that was back in the day when tickets were almost, uh, when the tickets lasted almost like unlimited. And we had a, we had a day left on a five-day park hopper. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we were down there for three days. We used, uh, we used the last day of a five-day park hopper. And we actually bought tickets to the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And I mean that to us that was perfect because then we had a resort day, we enjoyed ourselves. We you know we just, we spent some time at uh, you know at, at that time it was still downtown Disney. Uh, we you know got to uh, got to experience some new restaurants, but also we still felt like we you know we we still got the entire experience because we actually were able to squeeze in three parks in one day on our uh, mm-hmm. on our upper that last day. And then we just we had a nice leisurely resort day and uh, got cleaned up and that was when they still let you in at 4 p.m. And I mean we, as a matter of fact, I don't even think we stayed for the entire event. Uh, we we watched the first parade, the, you know, did the trick or treating, uh, went around. Uh, my wife actually, uh, that's that's when they, uh, that's when they were still allowing full costumes. I think they do now again, um, <clears throat> but. My wife actually went uh, as Alice, had a conversation with Alice, which was extremely funny when Alice asked her, so how am I doing tonight? Um, but just a great, uh, great interaction. We had a fun time. Uh, 
I mean, and it was it was a great way to to you know to not spend a bunch of money and still got the full Disney experience. So for us, I mean, especially when we were uh, we were still younger, so you know we were still trying to settle into our careers. We were still paying off you know paying off my wife's student loans and paying off other you know other college uh, era bills. So I mean, it was really nice. We kind of did a nice baller on a budget vacation. Still got to enjoy the full Disney experience, and we didn't feel like we were left out of anything. Uh, I mean, and that's of course what I would recommend to somebody at this point. But I'll tell you, with uh, with that kind of a price tag, it's really hard to it's yeah. really hard to tell somebody to do that. Yeah, you know, it's a shame because uh, those those are good experiences. I mean, uh, that's that's usually when you can see the hard to see characters. I mean, some of the villains come out at that time. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure you've been to some of the I, mean, I know you've been to the not so scary Halloween parties, and just seeing the villains in their element is so amazing to watch. It's great. Uh, it's it's so enjoyable to watch uh, Captain Hook and Mister Smee in their like in their most villainous, uh, you know, just at their most villainous, just having so much fun and teasing people, uh, having fun with people. I mean, the character interactions to me is what really sold the parties. Uh, because you got there was a limited crowd, so you got to have those character interactions. Um, my wife has some wonderful pictures of me with King Louis uh, in uh, kind of almost in a sumo wrestling stance, facing off against each other with both of our knuckles on the ground. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's a great That's picture, uh, and it, it was fantastic because you got to take that extra time, and we yeah. we have those memories, just like my wife got to have the conversation with Alice. And I, I feel like that's being taken away at this point. And again, I understand why they're doing it, but it you it, you can't keep taking away and keep adding on to the price. I mean, sooner or later, you're going to see something give, and it's not going to be pretty. So when Boobash happens, um, when when I'm when I'm going to that one, like. We're doing one of the Tuesday night parties, and when my friends come in, because we're try, they, they were trying to really, like, um, you know, that they they wanted to have some re- really good Disney experiences, but at the same time, you know, not break not break the bank in doing it. So they they were asking for help in, in doing this, and what I and after having a you know having a uh, very lengthy uh, zoom meeting with them and planning their trip because you know I'm the local and they're gonna ask me okay what's the best thing and everything for for in terms of the strategy what I suggested for them for um, the day they do boobash and for going tickets at that point was uh, I actually sold them on incorporating a beach day into their vacation where they're going to go in the morning to the beach kind of they're going to go down they're going to go down to uh tampa st pete for that one you know, so go to clearwater beach for, for a little while and then after that uh come back they'll probably make they'll probably start making the trip back around two o'clock and everything and then i booked them a at Splitsville around five o'clock, so they have a little time in uh, Disney Springs. So, and then, head, and then they're gonna head over. They're gonna meet me later on at the uh, Kingdom and uh, uh, for uh, for Boo Bash later on. You know, so that they can get in around seven. 
and all that. Um, and then the other day, what I what I actually uh, did was um, since they were paying for the they are paying the money for Boo Bash and everything, uh, I convinced them. Okay, well, you know, are you really, you know, if you can't afford tickets for you know the whole trip and everything, how about you know, basically. I suggested getting a park hopper and doing half a day at uh, using half a day for Animal Kingdom and then half a day for Epcot because Epcot has the uh, extended hours at the moment at 10. So they're going to be doing that. They'll have a studios day. And then actually what I ended up doing, which I've been trying, which, which I'm a big advocate for now, just as a local is. I've been I, I've been trying to uh, really self and it's and it's hard because people want Disney or Universal and everything. I'm, I've actually sold these people on uh, exploring the Orlando area with just other other different areas. For instance, like uh, I, I gave them a list of really fun miniature golf courses that are either on. Um, International Drive or on 192. I, I just just different places as a local that I've been able to experience that are like, wow, this is a, this is a really fun this is a really fun place. You know, if tourists actually knew about this place, you know, they could they could have just as much fun and end up saving some saving some money on their Disney vacations. So they pretty much took my advice, and you know, they're gonna you know one day they'll they'll go down to fun spots to ride the go karts. Another day they might um, you know. They're gonna do like the Titanic ex exhibit. There's a chocolate factory around here. They're gonna go to. There's a whole. There's a whole bunch of little things that they're gonna do that are just as much part of the Orlando experience. You know, they're gonna. They're gonna go one. They're gonna go one night and ride. And they're gonna time it so that they're able to see the fireworks being shot off while while they're on the Orlando Eye, and kind of get a fireworks show that way. Mm -hmm. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, when I was living in Kissimmee, uh, the uh, Fun Spot and um, Pirates Cove on 192 uh, were were haunts. We loved them. I, I didn't know you lived in Kissimmee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you, when was that? Uh, that was in uh, 99 to 2000. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I, I had no I, I had no idea because Pirates Cove Golf is one is one of my favorites and Congo River. I, Actually, one of, on 192 Congo River Golf now is which is which they have them all over Florida. When uh, my friends and I went over there, we were so impressed by the theming, we actually wondered if it was like former Disney Imagineers that ended up uh, creating the you know freelancing and creating these courses because we we were just like we actually we actually felt like this could be a this could this 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 uh, golf course was Disney quality, like it could be on Disney property. Wow. Okay. And well, I've I've been avoiding fun spots since the pandemic because there has been no social distancing going on on fun spots. But wow. I will say I will say that uh, just right down the road from Disney is the only. Uh, I think it might. It's it's like the only corks inverted corkscrew roller coaster, wooden roller coaster, maybe even in the country, and it's just, it's maybe about you know it, it's maybe about five miles from Disney, and it's it's definitely something that's worth actually 
riding at least once. No, not many people know about this roller coaster, but it's reminiscent of the old uh, Brooklyn Cyclone, but it actually uh, goes upside down. You know? Really? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's an older one, so you know, it's going to be a bit rickety if you uh, if you know if you more used to these smoother coasters and everything but just for the thrill it's actually it's 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 in the fun spot in Kissimmee and it's kind of off to the back but it's uh, you know it's definitely it's definitely an, it's definitely an experience to be had you know it's definitely something unique and it it's a it's a pretty good coaster I I grew up on old wooden roller coasters at Great America so I mean little chiropractic adjustment never hurt anyone I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot so or like a, I think it's like this it's for like a seven dollar ride you can't go wrong oh so god no yeah you know so I mean and right there that's that's a couple that's 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 a few hours of the you know a few hours of you know and then you know you want a nice souvenir and everything you know you can go you can go through Old Town and basically get some you know it might be a couple of Disney knockoffs, but you know you can get some nice Disney souvenirs in some of the souvenir shops right next to or in Old Town, and not break the bank either. Yeah, that's uh, and and the it's one thing, cool. and obviously not my information, but even if somebody uh, would would want to uh, maybe experience a little bit of the Boo Bash stuff and everything, the uh, the one thing is you can easily scout out. Uh, you know where where they keep the boobash merch in advance so even if you don't go for a boobash you can still buy the boobash merch and also uh three quarters of the snacks if i'm not mistaken uh, at least according to disney food blog when i checked it uh, most of the snacks are pretty uh, for the party are pretty much available during the day as well there's a few select yeah. things they don't but most of the things are pretty much offered I think another thing that I'm going to be doing now, like when 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 a lot of my friends ask me about help uh, helping them plan their trips, I think I'm going to try to be. Uh, I, I think I'm going to be uh, more of uh, pushing the going to the resorts for fireworks. You know, mm. try like maybe you know, okay, this night you know, say that you know, go to the Polynesian and you know, say that you're going to try to get on get on the list to go to Trader Sam's and then. Spend spend the night get get a uh, get a dull whip from pineapple and I and just kind of sit on the beach and you know take advantage of a free fireworks show. Trader Sam's. Yeah. Sorry, tra- Trader Trader Sam's to me is uh, I, I I still feel it's uh you know they we we had the Adventurers Club ripped out from under us and we were given a Dollar Tree version of the Trader Sam's in. Uh, in Disneyland because yes I was lucky enough to go to the Trader Sam's in Disneyland the original and theirs is vastly superior I I agree 100% I totally do because I fell in love with the Disneyland Trader Sam's and yeah and it's it's very for somebody who's only been to the one in Disney well it's it's very hard to really explain or just even though, even though the Disney one, the Disney World one is bigger, it's just very hard to explain to the charm of the original Trader Sam's to someone who has never experienced it. Not to mention the Disneyland Hotel is, especially since the refurbishment, is absolutely wonderful. Uh, we stayed in the Grand Californian, but we've already talked about the next time we're going out. There's no question we are staying at the Disneyland Hotel. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The the uh, I I definitely uh, I definitely think there's a there's a lot of people. I feel like they're at a crossroads at this point where they, you know. They, do they do they spring for the extra money and put the extra stress on themselves? Where do they cut in the budget if they're going to spend the extra money on this genie? Uh, if they're going to go to a party, what are they going to cut? You know, what are they going to cut for that? Uh, I I personally really uh, really like and value your idea of exploring outside of the Disney bubble because there are some wonderful things. Uh, there are just some wonderful restaurants, wonderful attractions. Wonderful little tidbits, as you said. So many great things. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's it's been so awesome to watch. Uh, you're at, you know, kind of your uh, like your your love your love for Gatorland grow more and more by the day because Gatorland is is one of the original attractions down there. I mean, it's yeah, that's that's part of you know that's that's part of Florida's you know old you know Lost Coast. I mean, it's fantastic. The like the old uh, roadside attractions. The you know the the you know the wiki watchies the tarpon springs i mean the sunken gardens i mean i i that was I, I fell in love with that old florida when i went you know when i first started making our trips down there you know when we drive down old us 19 those were fantastic uh, i really enjoyed it i really valued those experiences and i mean I, there's there's still some of that out there i mean the just just even a simple drive through the citrus groves. I mean, take a trip up to Claremont, go through the citrus groves, go the orange groves, ex- explore a little bit of, you know, get get out of your comfort zone and explore a little bit of Florida. It has a lot to offer. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever been there or not, but there is a hidden gem of a restaurant. I think it's in Winter Garden or Winter Park. It's called uh, Lee and Rick's Oyster Bar. And it was opened... Uh, just post World War II, and it's grandfathered in because of the way it's set up. Because OSHA would never let this happen today. Uh, there are trash chutes. You basically belly up to the bar with trash chutes at the end of them, and it's it's you almost feel like you're bellying up to a bar that is painted like uh, the side of a pool, and the the pool gutter is below you and. They bring a bucket of fresh oysters out in front of you. They shuck them right there. You eat your oysters and you throw the oysters right there in the gutter. And somebody pushes them with a squeegee right into the uh, the trash chutes on the end. They they sell uh, steamed crab legs by the pound, shrimp by the pound, cold beer by the pitcher. It's it, it, if any of uh, if any of our listeners have ever uh, ever remember Crabby Bills in its infancy where it just felt like a big parish hall that served good food uh, rather than the restaurant it is now. Uh, it's It has that old feel where you can go and you can just spend not a lot of money, but you get a lot of great food and a great experience out of it in a place that's been there for now at this point, almost 80 years. So I've actually never heard of it. Now this is definitely something I'm gonna have to totally try. Uh, the uh, the couple we went down to the food and wine festival uh, with uh, last September, um, the uh, my buddy's wife discovered this place, and she said it looks like a place that we we'd all love. We have to try it out, and we went, and we are completely obsessed with this place now. Uh, we have already put it on the calendar, and we'll be taking my folks when we go down. So, 
know, maybe I, I might just, I, I might in the next couple of weeks have to try it and maybe, you know what, I might have to take my folks then. You know, I've, 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 you, you have impeccable taste, so I totally. Uh, it, it's one of those if you if you if you enjoy the seafood, you enjoy just like the it's 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 got a great dive atmosphere without feeling dangerous or anything like that. It's just it's a fantastic place. You know, little little one hole bathrooms. I mean, it's it it's 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 straight it, it's straight out of another era, and the food is phenomenal. The people are phenomenal, uh, and the oysters are top notch. Cool. I'm sold. I, I think someone like you would really enjoy it, Dave, and I think your folks would like it too. Maybe I can maybe I can uh, get uh, some of our fellow uh, local Mickey dudes to come down with me. For, you know, maybe uh, maybe this is something that I'm gonna have to meet up with Joe and Jen and uh, try. Oh, J- Joe and Jen would completely dig this place. Absolutely. It's a it's it's a complete it's got a complete Joe and Jen vibe and also uh, I, I think I think some of our brethren in uh, in the Three Sheets Nation would absolutely love the place as well. Our brothers and sisters in the Three Sheets. So maybe we'll maybe we'll have to uh, maybe we'll definitely all have to uh, maybe plan the you know when you're down in when you're down in uh, March we might have to make a little pilgrimage. To the place. We'd love to, man. I absolutely because this. This place again. It's it's now it, it now that it's on our radar. Uh, they're they're going to have to give me a good reason to take it off the radar. Uh, I love it. So, right. excellent. Well, with that, now let's not beat a dead horse. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna, you know, extra upcharges are here to stay. Unfortunately, it it is it is what it is. You know, it's. You know, I'm not being a Disney apologist here, but it's. You know, it's called it's called capitalism, and they lost a chunk of money prior to this, so it makes sense that they they're gonna do all they can until people finally say no, we're not doing this, and then they're gonna and then they'll start. They're gonna they're gonna try to get as maximized profit as much as 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 much as they can, so. With that, you know, it does come down to take it or leave it. You know, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna take it at the moment. I think, uh, you know, Tim, I think you are too to a point, but uh, you know, maybe be a little bit more selective. But uh, uh, it, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna stay in the Disney universe, but I'm not gonna lie, we're, uh, we're exploring because we had such a great time. We're exploring a lot of the adventures by Disney. I think we're probably gonna take a little bit of a parks break. Okay. Um, Maybe uh, like the, probably the next time we visit a park is probably going to be going out to California because we really enjoyed our time out there. So we'd really like to go over there. And also, we have to start. Uh, I mean, my my wife and I aren't getting any younger. We have to start crossing off some of our overseas ones. So uh, Disneyland Paris is definitely on the radar here in the next in their future. So oh, nice. That'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. Where can you be found on the various interwebs, Tim? You can find me on Twitter at plain underscore Tim. 
and you can find me uh, complaining about various things sometimes on the Mickey Dudes uh, Twitter page at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Excellent. You can find the Mickey Dudes Podcast also on Instagram at actually Tim on Twitter we're at the Mickey Dudes. We're at the Mickey Dudes oh. Podcast on Instagram actually. Thank you. Thank you. And sometimes that confuses me too, but you can also find me on the gram as the, as the kids are calling it these days at Figment's Reality. Uh, the Mickey Dudes also has a uh, face as a Facebook page that you can uh, find this at. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, cl- closing note: the magic is still there. There are different ways to really to really make it. You can still enjoy Disney without without breaking the bank. It just take might take a little bit more planning. Have a magical day. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. Kids have their faces in screens, and they're, they don't go outside anymore.